It was very emotional last night when we were present in the day as the police people were digging the search and rescue K-19. There was some, we could get the stench, you know, of our body that's decomposing. And that was really troubling the family. And then they came out with a doll a, uh, that, that belongs to the domestic. And then afterwards it came out with something more emotional, a folder that the owner of the house had given to the domestic. She was very, very moved because of the personal relationship between her and the domestic that also motivated the search and rescue teams because it kept on raining in between while they were busy. That sludge was just getting thicker and thicker and physically digging was becoming very, very exhausting. They were already there for two days. We made special arrangements, made an announcement, we're looking for a bobcat, and a man just came there on the spot immediately. He rushed to the site, he tried to arrange the bobcat, a driver, to bring it from another place, but then the, the darkness put the building at risk because they're afraid the building is, is, is unstable. And they haven't allowed the people, there's two homes there next to each other, they haven't allowed the owners to go back inside. So they had to stop. This morning early, that same gentleman who doesn't want to be named, who doesn't want his company to be named, he's just doing it from the goodness of his heart, mm-hmm. sent me a message, the bobcat is on the way. The, the person at the house whose domestic passed on sent me a message with a picture that the bobcat is there. And he just said, I think we are very close. They, they came on Monday night when it was raining quite extensively. And, you know, uh, they, they were caught up with other emergencies, so they couldn't come straight away. They couldn't work straight away. And then they came back, and there's lots of them rotating. They haven't put a time limit. They don't work work business hours or day hours. They work through as long as it's safe and they can see, and there's no rain. They've been working continuously from Monday evening into Tuesday and into Wednesday. And they were very hopeful last night. You know, digging is basically just using spades and, and shovels and digging out, and then sometimes using a, a special type of saw to cut out big um, pumps and everything that fell into the hole when the wall, whole wall collapsed. A big pool pump fell in, and they had to cut it out. And items are quite heavy. When you try to walk in that mud, you get stuck. It's so heavy, it pulls you right down. And they're working in those tough conditions with manual labor. And so this morning when that machine went, you can see it's moved a lot of rubber very quickly. And that's why we feel that at some point today, you know, the, all the hard work is going to be rewarded. It's not so much, you know, it's like an achievement or, or a victory. It's about giving the person dignity. Because apparently, when the wall fell, the person was still alive and was asking for help. But then the, the cry went silent, which it, because it's such a heavy amount of, of, of building material. It's a huge amount of heavy concrete. Nobody can survive that. It's a manual dig. It's, it was manual digging right after the machine came. The dogs, you know, when they brought the dog there, because you look, it's not my team, it's, it's SAK, SAP, SAPSK9 teams. And I was not there when the dog came, but apparently the dog came just to make sure that they, they're digging in the right spot. Because the yard is quite big, and the amount of rubble is quite high. And you can't, you're going to waste hours digging in the wrong spot. If you're five meters off, either to the left or the right, you know, to the back or to the front, it's going to just be a lot of time to, 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 to find the person. And when they put the dog there, they were sort of convinced that it was in the right place. And of course, then the stench started coming into the house from one of the doors, which also gave them the impression that the body was close to where the stench was coming from. And then, of course, they found the doll in the same place. And then they found the folder, a file in the same place, which almost, you know, encouraged them, not only encouraged them to go further, but there was lots of rubble. There was too much of rubble, so we don't know how deep the person was pushed. The, the, the first couple, that's our friends, were sitting in the top house. And while the wife was sitting in the house with her, with her son, she said she heard what sounded like a lightning strike. And the next minute, 
uh, her, uh, a wall came through her dining room window. And that was the boundary wall pushing through. And she got a shock. She's, and, but she was safe. Her son was safe. He didn't strike them. She was worried about her husband who was on the top floor. It was just fell from the top. So she rushed upstairs to see if nothing happened to him. If the wall didn't hit the top of the house. And if he was fine. He was fine. Whilst this was happening, the other couple downstairs ran up to see if this first couple are fine. And as they ran up, another, and they left their daughter in their own house and the domestic in, 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 in her section of the house. The other neighbor from across the boundary wall, another boundary wall, started shouting, hey, the wall is falling on your house. So they rushed back down, terribly worried because the daughter's in the house and, and the domestic is in, in, in her section of the house. And as they got they're trying to shout to the domestic to come out from a section to their house, they don't think she heard. And then the wall fell onto the domestic section because as it struck the wall of the first house, it came that distance on the wall of the second house. So the domestic's house was outside this main wall and fell right on it. And then they heard the screams of cries for help, but then it just went silent. And, and then they started digging. It was, it was impossible. The, the, the concrete was too heavy. And the socialist teams didn't take long to get there. But it was just impossible to move that kind of stuff in that rain, that heaviness, a lot of mud, the concrete. It was just too difficult. And then there was no, it was completely silent after that. And they were also sort of traumatized because anything could have happened to the daughter also, but she was also in the house. So they, even when you speak to them, you can see they're not saying much. They really moved. They, they, they are, they're emotional. They're broken. they said sad. The domestic was so close to them. And the house, they can't stay in the house. Both families can't stay in the house. It's structurally unsound. And actually, we made arrangements last night for a truck to come and take all the stuff away and, and, and get it stored somewhere for them. And they have to find somewhere else to stay now. They can't stay in their own house. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm hoping that we find it today because if rain's coming the weekend, it's going to be a big problem. And, you know, and these people are anxious. They just thought they want to get a dignified funeral done for this person. So we're hoping something happens soon. And the, 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 the owner of the house sent me a message this morning. He said, look, I think we're quite close.